Yeah, you can all take your seats. You are all welcome. Amen. This is Empowerment Mountain Church. what God is doing with us is that he's raising empowered Holy Ghost empowered generations out of us Amen Amen It looks like the weather is very friendly this morning. But the Lord is good. Amen. This morning, I want to announce to you that from tomorrow, we are starting our November fast. And is a whole month fast amen so the whole of november starting from tomorrow we are embarking on a fast it's something that we do thank you it's something that we do every year Amen. I know that um, once upon a time when I hear a fast, I get afraid. Um, maybe it's also so with you. Uh, because naturally it's not easy to fast. And naturally it's not enjoyable to fast. But there is a grace. There is a grace. I've come to realize that there is a grace. That when it comes on board, it gives us the ability to do a fast. Amen. And so, today we will look at that grace. Amen. <laughs> Let me also say that at the beginning of the year the team or what God said he wants to do with you and with me and through us is that he wants us to rise up and begin to build you must build your life your, your natural life your mental life your spiritual life Build your family, build your business, build the church of God to rise up and to build. 304 days have come and gone, and we are left with 61 days to go. So this is a gentle reminder from God that the things he set out with you to build this year, if you have slowed down on it, this is the time to rouse yourself once again and to begin to build. Hallelujah. In the month of November, as we fast, we will also be preparing towards 2022. He said, they that wait for the Lord, they shall renew their strength. Having run this far, from January all the way to October, it is time to wait on the Lord and renew one's strength. For the journey ahead is long. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So that in the event that you are already fainting and exhausted, Bible says that our strength will be renewed and we can run once again. Amen. So today we are looking at the Holy Spirit. We are looking at the Holy Spirit. And for next couple of days, we'll be looking at the Lord Holy Spirit. But I want to start from introducing the Holy Spirit in the Bible. You see, in Genesis chapter 1 and verse 2, that is where we first hear about the Lord Holy Spirit. Amen. And he is introduced at a time that certain things were out of order. So Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 says that in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. Verse 2. The earth was without form and void. The earth was without form and void. Now, I want us to look at this word was because it's important. Is the Hebrew word haya? Now, haya means to become. To become. To become. All right? So, God has created the heavens and the earth. We don't know what has happened, but later in the Bible, as you read the scriptures, you find out that something did happen. But the Bible says that the, the earth or the world became. It became tohu bohu. That's the Hebrew word used. Now, let me give a picture of tohu bohu. If, for example, you see the arrangement in this room, auditorium, everything well arranged, everything well arranged, assuming we all go out for an hour and then there is a storm, great storm, and by the time we come, all the chairs have been thrown around the fans the speakers, the instrument, everything is scattered all over the place. The Akan will say that in Zamabubum Ayabasa, there is everything is jammed. But the Hebrew will say that the place has become Tohu Bohu. It means that what was once organized and perfect and in order is now thrown into confusion. Are you with me? So Bible says that after God created the heavens and the earth, the earth became. Things got messed up. Things got messed up. And when things got messed up, that is when we see the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, being first introduced. Amen. Amen. Because a confusion. The whole place is in disorder, in disarray. 
and God needed to bring order once again upon the earth because where there is no order, no development, no progress, no growth can take place. Hallelujah. So, I don't know how your life is like today. I don't know how your marriage is like, your business is like, your education has become, your life. Do you see signs of confusion that things are out of place, out of order, and it looks like it's beyond you, you cannot fix it? That is when the Holy Spirit shows up. Amen. A new beginning. A new beginning. A new beginning. Where waste, what has become, what has become a waste, God breathes upon it again and it becomes useful and profitable. Hallelujah. In the days ahead and in the months ahead, may the person of the Holy Spirit and the work of the Holy Spirit transform your life and transform my life, bring order into our lives, bring development into our lives, move us forward in this life and make us the head once again in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, The second time, I'm just, not the second time, just speaking a few examples, okay? The second, I want to, second example I want to give where the Holy Spirit came upon the scene was in the time of David, when David was made the king. Now, at that time, God, the, the, the nation of Israel wasn't really a nation. The nation of Israel wasn't really, didn't have a leader who was, who was, who had God and who was walking with God. And God wanted to do that because his people must get to know him. His people must walk with him and depend on him. Amen. And the nations around that were terrorizing Israel, it had to stop. It had to stop. Dominance must once again come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Israel must no longer become the victim, but must be the victor. You must no longer become the victim. You must become the victor. And any time that God steps in, that is the reason why he comes. Hallelujah. So the Holy Spirit is coming in once again at this point in the history of Israel to transform them from victims into victors. And so in 1 Samuel chapter 16, God sent the prophet Samuel that go to the house of Jesse. There is a young man there I have chosen. My spirit is going to come upon this man. And when it comes upon him, he will be a dominant figure. And he will lead my people. And the same spirit that I will put on him, I will take that same spirit and put it on the whole of Israel so that they become victors. Amen. So in 1 Samuel chapter 16 and verse 13, Bible says that then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren and the spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. Hallelujah. And the spirit of the Lord, that's the Holy Spirit, the spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. And we see that from that day forward, David 
was turned into a victor in his personal life and then also as a leader of the nation of Israel. Hallelujah. We see that by the spirit of God he was doing things that humanly it wasn't possible to do. Amen. So I see that in the months ahead, some of us who are frightened by the mention of fasting, as the Holy Spirit comes upon you and fills you, that fear will go away. Amen. The ability to undertake this journey and enjoy it with God will be imparted unto you. Hallelujah. That from this moment forward, you will no longer be a victim under any situation or circumstance, but God is moving you from a victim unto a victor. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Where the scripture does says that you are more than a conqueror will be fulfilled in your life all the days of your life. Amen. Amen. Another instance where we see the Holy Spirit coming on the scene. Another instance where we see the Holy Spirit coming on the scene was, you know, in Genesis chapter 1, uh, Genesis chapter 3, Adam and Eve had sinned. And... Uh, God came on the scene and, and God spoke and he made a promise that he committed himself to. He said, he told the devil that, you know what, a day will come. The seed of this woman will bruise your hair. Hallelujah. The seed of this woman will bruise your hair. And that day had come. Bible says that in the fullness of time, Christ did come. Okay. So it was a time where God was just about to break the power of sin and the power of death over man and over woman. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That a man and a woman or humanity will no longer be a victim of sin and victim of death. But victory once again will be restored unto mankind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so in Luke chapter 1, in Luke chapter 1, From verse 31, God is about to do this, and he must look for a person. And he found a young lady called Mary. And Bible says that an angel of God appeared unto Mary and saluted her. And began to say some things. And in verse 31, the angel said, Behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. Now, the name Jesus is the character. You see, is the word from the word name shame? It has to do with a character, his nature. Okay, Jesus is the word Yeshua. Yeshua means the one who saves, or God is a savior. Okay, so he said, This son you are going to give birth to. It is his nature to save. 
Or he has come to save. He has come to save mankind from the power of sin. He's come to deliver mankind from the power of the devil. He's come to deliver mankind from the power of death. Verse 32, he says, And he shall be great, and shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom there shall be no end. Verse 34. How shall this be? How shall this be? Anytime God chooses a person, God is about to do something because it is beyond human comprehension and human ability. Sometimes, how, how, I mean, how? How is this thing going to be? Maybe you have not fasted for 30 days before. And, ah, how? Maybe you are in the midst of a project you've never, but you, you are convinced that it has to be done. How? So Mary also asked the question, how? Then the angel says that, you know what? Verse 35. The angel answered and said unto her, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit shall come upon thee and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also, that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. Hallelujah. The power of God, the person of the Holy Spirit will overshadow you will come upon you because god is doing a new thing hallelujah because god is awakening you and opening your eyes to the fact that it is time to begin to live victoriously above sin amen 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 So that is another time we see the Holy Spirit coming upon the same. Because it was time that the dominion of death, the dominion of sin, and the dominion of the devil over mankind is completely broken. Hallelujah. That shall be your story also. The fourth example I will give, or we want to look at, is when it was time to birth, to birth and to build the church of God. When it was time to birth and to build the church of God. Of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now in birthing and building the church of God. You know Jesus. In John chapter 10 verse 10 said that. I came. I came. That you will have life. And you will have it more abundantly. So there is. An introduction of a certain kind of life unto the earth. Hallelujah. So that birthing or that impartation of life to mankind and the sustenance of that life. Is also going to be done by the Holy Ghost. Earlier on, Jesus has said that I will build my church, and the gates of Hades 
shall not prevail over my church. And he was talking about you and me. I'm going to give you a certain life. You are going to have a certain life. And as you live at that life, the gate of Hades or hell shall not prevail over you. Hallelujah. Jesus said that in John chapter 1, he said that in him was life. He's talking about this life that Jesus said he's going to give to us. He said that life that was in Christ, which he was going to give to us, he said that darkness cannot comprehend it. Darkness cannot handle it. Hallelujah. And that time had come. And so in um, John chapter 22, in John chapter 20, sorry, John chapter 20, verse 22. John chapter 20, verse 22. Now, Jesus, Jesus, in this scripture, Jesus had resurrected from the dead. You see, on the cross, on the cross, when he was killed and his blood was released, remember that Leviticus said that the life is in the blood. So the life that Jesus said, I have come to give to you, it was in his blood. So when his body was broken, he was killed, and that blood was released, that life was released. Are you with me? Now that life has been released. Because the Christian life really started after the death and resurrection of Christ. So that life has been released and the author of that life is the spirit of God. So in John chapter 20 verse 22, Jesus is risen from the dead. And now he's about to leave them and go away. And this is what he did. And he said, and when he's, he has said this, he breathed on them. He breathed on them. And said to them, take, say take, take, take. This word receive is better translated as take. Is the word lambano to, to reach out, to make effort and, and take it. Hallelujah. In fact, one version says that you must immediately Take the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So Jesus breathed on them because these are the people that are going to become the pillars. They were the first fruit, kind of, of birthing the people with the new life and building them up until they become like Christ. And the one who is uttering it and finishing it is the Lord Holy Spirit. So he says, take the Lord Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now that reminds all of us that the life you have received from Christ The life you have received from Christ is uttered and it is developed and completed by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That if you and I are going to grow in the life that we have received from Christ, if as a church we are going to grow and become like Christ, we cannot do so without the Lord Holy Spirit. 
Amen. Amen. Now that reminds me years ago, I remember God showing up in a dream and telling me that tell the church and tell the body of Christ that without the Holy Spirit, you cannot make it. Hallelujah. Without him, we cannot make it. Amen. Now, we've been using the word life, life, life. Let's look at life. Amen. Before we look at, so who is the Holy Spirit? Life. Now, in Jesus' era, that is at the time of Jesus, when he walked physically on this earth, the people of that time had a certain perspective or a mindset when it comes to what life is. And today, some of us still have that mindset. Okay? Now, that mindset from the natural perspective is that life, that was their perspective, life consisted of Food, water, and in addition, clothing. All right? So when you look at their life, it consisted of seeking for food, seeking water, and seeking clothing. So, for example, at that time, they were nomadic people. Nomadic people are people whose life consists of following paths and ways in search of water and food so that they can live and their animals can also live. All right? So, this is the perspective that people had of life at that time. And today, also, many of us think that life is all about you have food, you have, you have water, you see, and you have money. Because when you have money, you can get food, you can get water, you can get clothing, you can get... So our life only consists of chasing these things. People get up very early in the morning to go to work and close late and come home. All because of food, water, clothing, buildings, and things like that. So that was the mindset. But Jesus had come because a time had come in the fullness of time, he said he came. This era that had come, the people were supposed to live a certain life. Which life he had come to give to them to live. And this life he was going to give to them. Is not life that is going to consist of just food and water. And he needed to correct that mindset. Otherwise they will receive this life. And also treat it like the other one. And live this life that all it's about is food, water, and clothing. And many of us or some of us are treating the life that Christ has given to us to live in the same way. And many of us Christians are only pursuing food and water and clothing. Just like the former life we had before we asked Christ to come into our life and give us this God kind of life. So in Matthew chapter 6, in Matthew chapter 6, Jesus tells them, let's start from Verse 31. 
He says, Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewith shall we be clothed? For after all these, after all these things, do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But, but, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Hallelujah. So, we begin to, we have seen man's perspective of what life consists of. Food, water, clothing. And now Jesus is giving us God's perspective of what life is about. And he says that it is more than food, clothing, water, and shelter. So what is it? So what is it? He said, seek ye first the kingdom of God. It's talking, a kingdom is made up of a king. A king. And the principles that govern that king and his people. So Jesus was saying that Life, the kind of life you receive when you ask Jesus to come into your life is so that you will seek God. When you receive this life of Jesus Christ, the goal and the intention is to seek God and to seek his righteousness, his ways, his paths, his principles. He said that is life. Now this life is talking about a relationship that The life he came to give to us is so that we will pursue and have a relationship with God. And through this relationship, he will give us food and water and shelter and clothing. Hallelujah. So he said, your heavenly father knows what you need. Fathers know what their children need. They provide those things because of the relationship. Hallelujah. So Jesus has come to introduce this new life to humanity. And they think that when we take this life also, it's all about food and clothing and water. He said, no. He's preparing their minds. He's, he's teaching the disciples that this new life that I came to give, it's a life, it is all about seeking God and seeking his ways. Hallelujah. It's all about living out the nature of God. It's all about doing your things the way God would have done it. It's all about thinking in the way God will think. He said, as you do that, your heavenly father will give you the food, the water, the shelter, because these are not really what life is. Hallelujah. What life is 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 when you have a relationship with God. When you have a relationship with Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
So your life and my life is all about making sure that we are pursuing God as we live day in and day out. Hallelujah. Now, in order for this to be possible, he tells them in John chapter 16, verse 7. And uh, I want to read from the Amplified Version. John 16 and verse 7. Now, Jesus is now introducing the Lord Holy Spirit to them. The one who utters or birth the life that Jesus came to give to us. Sustains and maintains that life. He's bringing him on board. Hallelujah. He says that However, I'm telling you nothing but the truth. When I say it is profitable that I go away. <laughs> the disciples didn't want Jesus to go away. They had this relationship with him. And through that relationship, Jesus clothed them. Jesus provided them with food, shelter, everything. And now, it's like, ah, what? I mean, this is the best you, one can have. Then Jesus said that, you know what? He said, it is profitable for you. It is good for you that I go away. What? He said, because if I don't go away, the Holy Spirit will not come. But you need the Holy Spirit. Bible calls him the life-giving spirit. He said he's the one you need to be birthed into Christ and to grow in that life. And to have a great relationship with God. So Paul writing to the church says that. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. And the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with you. Amen. Amen. He says. However I'm telling you nothing but the truth. When I say it is profitable or good or expedient or advantageous for you that I go away. Because if I do not go away, the comforter, who is also the counselor and the helper and the advocate and the intercessor and the strengthener and the standby will not come to you. But if I go away, I will send him to you. Hallelujah. So if Jesus will say that it is profitable, it is to your advantage that you have the Holy Spirit, then we must also accept that it is the case. Hallelujah. You must come to the place where you acknowledge that it is profitable for you and for me to live by the Holy Ghost, to be led by the Holy Ghost. Praise God. It is profitable. It is profitable. It is profitable. Hallelujah. Oh, it is profitable. 
When the spirit of God is in you, you will profit from his presence. It's profitable. He said it's advantageous. It's advantageous. Hallelujah. Goliath was tormenting Saul and the rest of Israel. Bible said that because the spirit of God had departed from Saul. So he no longer had an advantage. But the advantage had come upon David. Oh, when God talks about his Holy Spirit, he's talking about bringing you an advantage. An advantage in this life. An advantage in your workplace. uh, An advantage in your home. uh, An advantage in business. uh, An advantage in this world. uh, An advantage over the devil. Advantage. Advantage. And in life, everybody seeks advantage. Everybody seeks the advantage. Hallelujah. 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 You have the advantage. I have the advantage. In the mighty name of Jesus. He said, take immediately the Lord Holy Ghost. Because when you do, you will have advantage. Advantage. Later talking about this advantage in Acts chapter 1 verse 8. He said that when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, (laughs) he said he will give you power. He will give you power. He will give you power to be witnesses. To be witnesses. To be witnesses. To be witnesses. Power to be able to do certain things that is beyond human comprehension. Hallelujah. So, it's advantageous, Jesus said. Because what happened in Genesis when there was confusion, when there was disorder, when everything was jammed, when nothing was working on this earth, the Holy Ghost showed up to ensure that things begin to work again. That is the advantage. Anything that is jammed in your life, Anything that is confusion in your life. Anything that has brought disorder into your life. And things are not working out. Receive and take that advantage of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Advantage. Advantage. In John chapter 7. In John chapter 7, Jesus is talking about the Holy Spirit, disadvantage. John 7, verse 37. We are looking at why you really need the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. We are talking about the life you have received from Christ, how it came about, how it came into your life, how it's going to be sustained and developed and grow in that ability of God to solve every problem in your life and to solve other people's problems for them and to solve the problems of this world. And not add to the problems of the world. Hallelujah. In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If a man test, if a man test, we are talking about the Holy Spirit. 
We are talking about the Holy Spirit. And how he shows up in your life and in your inner place. He shows up where the person is thirsty. He will show up. You will see his hand, his works, his, his color, everything where there is test. He will show up in a church where they are thirsty for him. That is why as a church we must test for him. As we embark on this fast and beyond, you must build the test for him. Hallelujah. The test. The test. The test. The test. The test. If any man tests, let him come unto me. Relationship. Let him come unto me. Relationship. Let him come unto me. The sign of test. The sign of test is that you will seek God. The sign of test is that you will go to him. You will spend time with him. Hallelujah. Test and drink and drink. He that believeth on me as the scripture has said out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spake he of the spirit which they that believe on him should take. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given because that Jesus was not yet glorified. Hallelujah. Now, in this scripture, in this scripture, Jesus is now using a concept that the people understand, which is that life. Life consists of water. In fact, where there is no food, when water shows up, food will show up. When water shows up in the desert, the water will be used to grow food. Fishes will come. Animals will show up. So wherever there is water, you will see life teeming up. Plants suddenly begins to grow. And show up. Animals show up. Because water is present. Life is present. Hallelujah. He uses this concept that they understand to now tell them that in the same way, the way you look at water and how when water comes, life comes along with it. How when water is present, life is sustained, life develops, life is maintained. He said, the same way the Holy Spirit and your relationship with him is like that. Hallelujah. When the Holy Spirit shows up in your life, when the Holy Spirit is with you, water is present with you. 
you will be a well watered garden. Patoni Balakashataya. And as you 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 have this relationship with him and you constantly go to him that is drinking 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 water flowing in and in and in like a plant that is planted by the rivers hallelujah he said the holy spirit will be in you like a well earlier in john chapter 4 bible says that jesus went to samaria and when he went to samaria he went straight and sat by the well of jacob sat by the well of jacob he sat by the well of jacob because someone is just about coming there and he needed to let this person understand that the life of god and the holy spirit is like water that you must constantly have that you must constantly have you must always have water in your home hallelujah because man cannot live without water you cannot live without water in the same way you cannot live without the holy ghost so jesus comes and and he's there and then this woman comes coming to fetch water Jesus said, give me water to drink. He said, ah, how can you, a Jew, ask me, a Samaritan, to give you water? Because the two of us, we Jews and we, we, we don't grieve. Hallelujah. Then Jesus says something. He said, The water that you are fetching, you will drink and you'll be thirsty. He said, But there is a water I can give to you. There is a water I give to you. The reason you have come to God is because there is a water. You have come to realize that you need. And only he can give you that water. That water. He said, when I give you that water, he said, it will be in you. A well. It will be in you. A well. The Holy Spirit will be in you. A well. The Holy Spirit will be in you. A well. That will spring forth. Out of your belly. Out of your belly. Shall flow rivers. Shall flow rivers. It shall flow rivers. It shall flow rivers. It shall flow rivers. And this river that will be flowing out of you. People will see that river. And they will come and drink of that river. Because it is the river of life. So he said. I will never leave you. I will never leave you. This well. Has come to stay. It come to stay. So that you be a well watered garden. You be a well watered garden. This water, the Lord Holy Spirit, so that the chaos in your life will cease. The confusion will cease. 
But there will be order in your life. 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 Take the Holy Ghost. So that the power of sin and death. Romans chapter 8. He said, For the law of the Spirit of God. For the law of the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. The flow. The flow. Of the Spirit of God. Has set me free. Has set me free. Has set me free. From the law. Or the flow of sin and death. May sin cease to flow from you. May death cease to flow from you. Whatever you touch will live. Whatever you touch will live. Whatever you speak over will live. Because in you dwelleth the life-giving spirit. And as you open your mouth to speak, may life flow out of the life-giving spirit into the life of your hearers. As you engage the life-giving spirit, may his life flow in you and make you a well-watered garden. It is profitable for you. That I go away. So that the Lord Holy Spirit. Will come. Rise up on your feet with me. It's all about him. It's all about him. Oh Shakatoria. Just close your eyes. And worship him. Just close your eyes. Just close your eyes. Just close and talk to him. Talk to him. Your life is about seeking God. Your life is about finding his ways. So you can walk in them. That is the life you receive from Christ and I receive from Christ. That is the essence why Christ gave you the life of God. It's so that you will have a certain level of relationship with God and you will grow in that relationship. Talk to God about your relationship with Him. A relationship that you cannot Bring about yourself. A relationship that your words cannot give to you. So he said, it is not by mind. It is not by power. But by the spirit of God. Oh, this morning may you think relationship. May you think about your relationship with God. May you commit to your relationship with God. May you know and recognize that that is what this life, the Christian life is all about. The Christian life is all about seeking God. It's all about seeking Him. Building a strong relationship with Him. That is what Christianity is all about. That is what Christianity is all about. And this morning and, and beyond, that is what you should be pursuing. Seeking God. That is a Christian. The one who seeks God. That's the Christian.
as we sing this song together and as the Holy Spirit begins to move in our midst and to stir you up in your inner man if you are here and you have not asked Jesus Christ to come into your life this morning God is giving you the opportunity you can have this life if you want to have that life you want Jesus Christ in your life you can lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you you can just lift up your right hand you can lift up your right hand you want to be born again you can lift up your right hand if you have lifted up your right hand somewhere you can join me here come yeah you lifted up your hand yes